0: Welcome to the Don't Suffer Like Us podcast. I am Kimberly Fujitaki and Thea is having a personal day today so I will be joining you for this podcast episode solo. Um, She did one a couple of months ago herself and so we're kind of evening it out and so today I'm gonna just pop in to talk really quick about kids yoga teacher transitions. So a lot of kids' yoga teachers right now will be transitioning from the school year into summertime. And even if you're not a children's yoga teacher, you may be trying having the same transition within your family, within your community, and with the people that you're serving. So it's something to keep in mind as you move forward with your classes. And this can be a really challenging time for teachers to adjust to the transition of you know having a lot of work and then obviously not having as much and with the pandemic that makes it even more challenging right so all of us have been going through this type of transition maybe some people are feeling it more so than others are and so it's important for us to just kind of take a moment to acknowledge those transitions and how they feel within our bodies. So, when I transition from teaching the school year to summertime, in the beginning of my career is really really difficult for me to adjust to teach from going from teaching, you know, 20 classes to maybe teaching 5. And so, ways that I've found to be able to adjust and manage that big leap in revenue, in time commitment, in uh, energy level, all those things was to really focus on my personal practice and also to realize that this transition is going to happen each year during this time period. And so As a kids yoga teacher, we follow the school year calendar really closely, a lot of us do at least. Because of that, you're going to have ebbs and flows within our teaching, and so it can be important to acknowledge and write down, you know, when you're going to be potentially having vacation time, when you're going to have less students maybe, so adjusting your revenue, how much money you're saving so that When your classes decrease, if they do, you have some stability and support during that time so you don't feel anxious about money coming in and students to to teach. Another way that I found that was helpful for me was to, before the school year ends, connect with, with relationships and develop community around um, summer camps right so summer camps are going to be a way for us to continue to work within uh, school systems or in community centers or churches or other uh, organizations that are going to have activities for children because we still need them to be active during the summer months for a lot of children as well so having those relationships with summer camps or summer activities or even creating workshops can be really helpful to, uh, to use during the summertime when you don't have the school year classes. The other thing that I really ended up using a lot of that time uh, the summertime for was to develop curriculum, lesson planning and to work on trainings or workshops or ideas that I really didn't have the time to do when I was teaching a lot of classes going from place to place and teaching in multiple locations, right? So being able to have that space to really like plan out when I'm gonna be working on my curriculum, on my lesson plans, on um, new ideas for, for the following school year, summertime can be a great opportunity for us to utilize that space and time. And it feels like, like in the pandemic, it feels like forever and it also goes by really quickly. So just being really mindful of our time and understanding, you know, scheduling it out, putting it on your calendar can be really helpful to navigate this transition period. Another thing that I think a lot of us skip over is our self-care element, right? We're busy, busy, busy during the year. We have a lot of other things going on. And so maybe our own personal practice is, you know, going by the wayside. Maybe we want to take another training for ourselves to create more uh, information that we can use in the following year. So those self-care elements or the the self-study elements that we can use during the summertime or in this transition period can be very helpful as well so looking to the future when we're planning out our year noticing okay this is when school is going to end this is when school is going to start again how much time do i have in between do i want to fill that time with summer camps or summer opportunities or other um, training opportunities, and then really be focused on how we're gonna utilize that time instead of just feeling overwhelmed with the fact that we're not teaching as much as we were during the school year. Um, And even if you're not a children's yoga teacher, you may still see this decline in your student, um, in your student retention during the summertime or during the holiday time, winter, um, spring break, those things correlate with people having families. So, um, just noticing that and, and keeping that in mind when you're seeing maybe a big fluctuation in your students uh, attending classes that can also make you feel a little less anxious about your experience, uh, throughout the year. So transition can be really hard. You know, a lot of us are still transitioning, having difficulty getting back into things as things are slowly starting to open up more and having more, um, more freedom to be able to offer things to students. And so, you know, if you're having that anxiety, which I definitely have some of that anxiety as well, you know, take time to acknowledge where you are And just be present with the emotions and the feelings that are coming up for you because it's not easy for everyone to just come out of quarantine, come out of the pandemic like this year hasn't happened and really, you know, been traumatic and hard for many, many, many of us. So if you are feeling this transition and if it's really scary or you're feeling depression or anxiety about any of those things, that's okay. We just need to acknowledge it. And if we need to seek help or guidance from an outside source, then I think that that's a really important step for us to take as we continue to develop as teachers, as students, as community members, and as people in a wellness field who are sharing and offering something really important in the world. So I hope that this simple little episode gives you some insight about what you can do to fill up your summertime, to help you to be a little less anxious about that and to know that that pattern is something that will continue to happen every year. So the more that we prepare for those occurrences, the easier they are on us and on our, uh, on our personal and financial and professional lives. So next week, we'll be back with another episode. Theo will be joining me. We will have a little bit of fluctuation in our podcasting throughout the summer, some pre-recorded episodes and some new ideas for you. You're always welcome to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Don't Suffer Like Us. You can listen to the archives of the podcast at don'tsufferlikeus.com or anywhere that you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Have a wonderful week. And if you have any questions, please reach out to us. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.